Anyway, uh, welcome back to Kent and the Steering Team. Um, yeah, you're, as always, you are joined by myself, Drew, and of course, my dear colleague, Philip. Uh, unfortunately, Kent can't be here this week. He's caught up in the Pirates of the Caribbean marathon. Anyway, on with the show. Um, how are you today, Philip? I'm quite well. You know, oh, you just said that I, I honestly think that I could, despite the fact that I'm exhausted, having a uh, continuing, con- or continuing ugh, in that I am continuing to do uh, early morning shifts at work, uh, I could quite easily, I think, just turn on Pirates of the Caribbean and just continue watching through two and then at least three by yep. I fall, the time I fall asleep. Yep. Um, ugh, we have to do that now. We're going to have to do a marathon. I'm keen. I'm up for it. All five. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to do that, and we're going to do a Jurassic Park Marathon, of course. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, thank you, Mr. Drew, and you. Well, I'm pretty cosy. I, I think that this is the first time in... Uh, well, actually, that... Okay, this is the first time I've done an episode from Under the Blankets in my Duna, because it's getting a bit cold, and I'm feeling all snuggly. However, I have just realised, this is episode 40... Oh, wow. So, if you think about it, we've got about 25% quality episodes. It's fantastic. Hey, by the end of this, people could do a 40-hour famine and just use us to pass the time. Or they could take a 40-hour famine of our show. That could work, too. Well, they'd much rather do that. Probably. Well, I mean, if they were doing a 40-hour famine, I think this is the last thing they'd do. They'd just be like... Yeah, they wouldn't survive. How many minutes did you say of good airtime did we have? I said we had 25% good episodes. 25% good episodes. Yeah, I, I would <laughs> vouch for that. <laughs> hey, but I no, still if you think, think that's about us it. being generous, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Um, okay, no, well, 25% throughout all the episodes, if you snip up all the good bits, 25% is good. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait for the day when we go back into a clip show. Well, if we make it to 100, by the time we have zero listeners, of course, um, if we make it to episode one, or when we make it to episode 100, I guess we can hopefully aim for at least, by then, 50% quality, 50% absolute trash. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like yeah. that. We'll use the first couple episodes as an absolute guide yep. on what not to do and uh, what, what counts as rubbish. For those of you out there that aren't aware, we do, we tend to disregard our first five episodes. Yes. Um, uh, for many varying reasons, we... Yeah. Well, primarily because they were just complete, all-over-the-place shambolic mess with no actual thought process to it whatsoever. However, that, we had... Yeah. But, well, that did continue for some way uh, into the mid-30s. <laughs> and then, Until we decided we to create a structure. Yes, and it works quite well. It does. It keeps us chugging along. Yes, indeed. Well, today's episode is going to be a, a lovely little test of that uh, structure, in that uh, I'm pretty knackered, you're probably pretty knackered, Oh yeah. and uh, we have some stories to talk about and discuss with you all, but uh, not a lot of depth to them, I think. Well, there's lots of depth, and we'll... For example, we will talk about North Korea and uh, Kim Jong-un and Donald Trump, and I almost vouch that we will talk about it in more depth next week, but we will definitely touch on it today, being that it's such a new story from yesterday, Mm. and uh, we will also be, yeah, doing more talking about stuff and things. But I do want to start with one thing, and that is you, you also mentioned that you're rugged up and warm at the moment because you're under your doona i'm not i'm not i'm cold and i'm gross and i hate the winter because my joints get all sore and because it's just cold and miserable and yuck and everything feels gross and 
uh, and you get too hot and the jumpers, you take it off and then you're too cold, but then you have cold sweat because you've just been sweating because it's so hot on it. Anyway, oh, you're wuss. there is a cruise going around. Well, not yet. It's going to start a cruise. Now, this cruise is uh, run by the Viking Cruises, uh, Cruises Company. And uh, what they're going to do is the longest cruise journey ever. It spans 59 countries. Uh, it goes for eight months. Um, it starts in uh, August and ends... Oh, Jesus, I don't know. What is it? June the following year. And uh, yeah, it go, pretty much chases the sun, I believe. Chases the sun. Now it's going in the opposite no it's going in the direction that the earth spins so which way is that which way does the earth spin clockwise or counterclockwise uh it spins to the right this is really bad if we're questioning this it spins to the right does it i think so. no no it goes left how could it go left if it goes left, then Wait, the I'm sun to think of the sets in Sydney. The sun doesn't set in Sydney. The sun rises in Sydney. Uh, okay, yeah, so it goes... Think about, think about the dateline, because when you travel to Adelaide, it's half an hour behind over there, and and a whole century. Sorry, people in Adelaide. <laughs> that was funny. Wait, wait, but does that make it <laughs> clockwise? Or if it goes right, that's clockwise, yeah? Or is it kind of clockwise? It's side on. But if you if you then put a clock down at Antarctica, I don't know. Ah, oh, wow! If you put a clock down on the South Pole, and you look down at the clock, yeah. Which way is the Earth going? Clockwise. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> don't know. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. If you were looking face down on the South Pole, then yes, clockwise. Okay, cool. That's all we. <laughs> What? Why that wasn't even important? Anyway, uh, <laughs> this is going to this cruise. Yep. Uh, will I'm just finding the list of it. It's two hundred forty-five days long, and there are twenty-two overnight calls. That's essentially where they just continue on through the night without stopping in a city or in a port. Um, and you know when they stop at a port, like a city. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, so what's going to happen is it's going to head west from London. Um, it's going to work its way around Great uh, Great Britain. Then it's going to go to Iceland, Greenland, Canada, um, the United States, so the east coast of the United States. Then down through the Caribbean, yep. all the way down and around South America. Back up the other side to, to um, the west coast of America. Then it's going to go and jump around some of the, the islands in the Pacific. Uh, it's going to go to New Zealand. It's going to go to um, uh, here in Australia, uh, stopping at several places, Cairns, Sundays, Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, Hobart. Then it's going to continue on up through to Asia, um, through the Middle East, cut through Africa. I can't remember what it is. Up up near Egypt, whatever they've, where they've cut the hole in the landmass up there. Anyway, they're going to cut through there. Um, going to go through the Mediterranean and then back around through to London. Wow. It's pretty whopping and so is the price. So what's the price? So for a veranda room, so one of the rooms obviously that looks out with a balcony, it's $117,000. If you want an exclusive owner suite, so like a more like a home, they're $342,895. However, they have all sold out. This cruise doesn't leave until next August. And, uh, yeah. Wow. And so it goes to May. It finishes in May, not June. My maths was terrible. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's, that's that cruise. And I can tell you right now, I've never been on a cruise before, but I'd like to try with... Obviously, a far smaller cruise than that. Let's see if I like it. You been yeah. on a cruise? No, never. It's been a lifelong dream. And as we are aware, we are massive, massive cruise fans in theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, good good point that you said in theory there. Because 
I try to think about it and go, do I really want to burn a holiday on a cruise? Like, do I want to use up, use up my holiday time and go on a cruise? Because what if I don't like it? And you can say that about anything, but if, but cruises feel like they'd be different. I feel like we need to do it purely based on our love of Titanic. Well, not only that though, I could go on a, uh, the uh, Impractical Jokers cruise, which they have every year. That would be um, so much fun. Yeah, you get to hang out with the guys from Impractical Jokers and go on a cruise. So you t- kill two birds with one stone. So, you know, it's uh, very possible. Yeah. I, 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 it's, yeah, well worth it. I, I will look into that. And I've looked into it even for this year, but obviously it's not going to make that happen. And uh, yeah. So, uh, but I, I often think, so can, ima- can you imagine that? Surely uh, it's good in that you do stop you stop in in countries and cities and places overnight and you hang out and you get to explore the place overnight. You can, even if you want to, go just rent a room and uh, rent a hotel room instead. So that way you're at least not cooped up in the boat all the time or the ship all the time or in the, the, the suite in the ship the whole time. Um, but then it means that you've got to spend more on getting a hotel off the boat when you do stop if you want to do that. So that's a long time on a cruise ship. Like you're leaving your home for a year to go hang out on a cruise ship. You're not even, you're not doing conventional travel where you just go to another country and then hop from one country to the next or something like traveling Europe or backpacking or something. You have a new home for a year and the scenery changes and you get to explore place to place a little bit, a bit like a Kentucky tour kind of thing that goes for eight months and, you know, the fear is that there will be sickness on the boat or on the ship. There will be, uh, you know, you might just get cabin fever, even though there's lots to do. You might get a bit bored. So, you know, like, it's it's a substantial investment to go on this eight-month cruise. Yeah. I, I guess I can keep seeing it as appealing since I've never been on one. So oh, no, I, I can... Yeah, I, I would have... <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. I do agree. I look at. I am incredibly wowed, and yeah, I see a I, lot of benefit to it. I'd like to be cut off from society for a while. You know what else would be nice? It'd be nice just to be able to to think about this cruise. Think about that eight eight month cruise. It almost makes me feel happy or excited because. It means that if you're able to go on an eight-month-long cruise, you're doing pretty well for yourself. Yeah. And that makes me feel pretty good. That makes... It's like, yeah, if, if I can afford to burn a year almost of my life on the, on a cruise like that... Um, and and just, not work for eight months. Yeah, and just go on this cruise and afford it, and it, no worries. Man, that means that I'm having a great time in life. You know what? I, 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 I can see us being in that position one day... But until then, I'd be pretty happy taking a job on that cruise. Yeah, I mean, you see those documentaries where they have um, those do- documentaries of behind the scenes on cruises and everything like that. They're quite interesting. Like, it's an interesting world yeah. that they, they work in. Um, my cousin was uh, offered a gig to be in a band on a cruise. Didn't take it because it was just the, yeah, it was a bit. Not very appealing. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, like, you know, it's an interesting world. Definitely an interesting world. Mm. Imagine going on a Disney cruise and being, like, a Disney princess on a cruise. I think I'd just get I sick was, of... I was just thinking about Disney cruises. I'd be so over it. I'd just be like, get away from me, everyone. I've always wanted to go on a Disney cruise around Halloween. Because they, they go the whole hog for it. Really? Yeah, they full Nightmare Before Christmas set up everything they oh. sink the ship <clears throat> they sink yeah turns, ha, ha, turns into a ghost ship <laughs> yeah would you ever go on the titanic 2 yeah yeah i've given this a lot of thought in my life because that's what that's what palmer's doing isn't it uh Clive oh, palmer. palmer went bankrupt who's doing it is well he was he his concept's yeah, he still happening to. though because china is still building the china building china's two. building the hotel well, they're building the hotel, but there is still a Titanic 2 to set sail as well. Yeah. So there's two out of China. I think that the one that's set to set sail was started as Palmer. 
and now it's just Chinese shipbuilders are continuing it on. But yeah, they're definitely also building that hotel version of it. The hotel looks amazing. Mm. That would yeah. be fantastic. But it, at the same time, though, the quality of... would, would If they build it like for like, the quality is not going to be that spectacular because it probably wasn't that spectacular. It's just compared to everything else, it was spectacular. Yeah, but you're not going there for spectacular. You're going there for the experience of the time. True. What if the beds are crap, though? Because you know how, like... Remember when we were to the Titanic exhibi- uh, exhibition and they said that the beds and everything like that were ballooned up a little bit just because the people were smaller? We, smaller, we, smaller. But we saw that they were smaller. I didn't think it fit on it. No, we'd, we'd struggle. My Half my legs would hang off the end. <laughs> Same for you. I can't believe people were so small back then. I know. The fact that James Cameron had to widen the staircase when making the movie. Yeah, just because everyone was tiny. No wonder the yeah. ship was so so much smaller. Yeah. Than current ships. Because it didn't need to be big. Everyone was no. a dwarf. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that cruise. I'd look like... Whoops. Um, I... Ugh. Yeah. If you're on it, it means you're leading a pretty comfortable life. So I guess you're not going to complain either way, even if you're not having the best time. Um, and the amount of cities you'll see will be spectacular. To see the world like that in slow motion, and especially in the moments where you're not in the middle of massive ocean, which you're actually not for, for so much of the cruise. You are following pretty close to the coastline somewhere it's in the world for so much. It certainly sounds it, doesn't it? What, what a... What a way to see the world. The only time that you're in open, total open ocean without any side of um, horizon, uh, sorry, uh, land on the horizon, is probably when you're crossing the Pacific. But even then, you're, you're jumping from, you know, Hawaii uh, to, I don't, I don't think you go to Tahiti. I think it's too far down. But you're constantly crossing islands on your way all the way through. Even the tiniest little ones I can see on the map, they're just b- bouncing from one to the next pinballing their way across till they get to New Zealand. So they're, they're stopping everywhere. Like, you are not on your own for long, but at the same time, you're at a distance from it. So you're just seeing this moving um, picture out your window change, which would be bizarre. Imagine, imagine being on the wrong side, though. Imagine booking your boat on the wrong side of the ship so you're out at the ocean side as you go past all these, these countries. <laughs> Whoops. I feel like... No, I feel like they would. Um, Tell you, they that. would have to try and even it out so half the stops are on one side, and yeah, half true. the stops are at the other. True, or you do, or they do what Qantas does when they fly over the uh, um, fly over Antarctica. They just make it so there were only window seats available. Make it so. And- yeah, and they make sure. Well, actually, Qantas do that. They make it so they turn around. They do exactly fifty percent either side of the plane. That's good. Interesting. Mm. Would you ever go on one of those flights, those Antarctica Qantas flights? I'd be very interested in going on one. Actually, you know, there's a there's a hack there, and we spoke about it on the show once before as well. Norwegian Air flying from um, Argentina through to Singapore directly over the South Pole because it's the fastest way. Mm. So there's a there's a little hack for you all if you hadn't listened to the podcast before. So that was mentioned. Sneaky. Yeah, it's very sneaky. So those of you that don't listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I'd just be nice and give you that. We uh, we, we know who you are. Everyone. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so that's 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 interesting. I want. I wonder, in light of um, America and North Korea having their or USA and North Korea having their their uh, chats in Singapore. If this cruise will now swing past North Korea as well, if they're on that friendly terms. It's going to be interesting, isn't it? It's a brave new world. Yes, that it is. Did you see that video that they did, uh, that video that they, that Trump showed Kim Jong-un? I don't know if it's real or not. That movie trailer looking thing. No. Oh, I'll have to put it on the the Facebook page. There's apparently, yeah, apparently a video shown to Kim Jong-un talking all about you have one chance one opportunity you know what does the future hold you know that kind of thing really intense kind of empowering American 
It's like an action movie trailer. It was really bizarre. Like something out of Team America? Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> it was. But it looked like it was the trailer for Team America. Oh, it's even better. Yeah, Maybe it was, just, it was. Yeah, it could be. It was bizarre. Really strange. And that, apparently that's what they showed him. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Just, that's great. It, yeah. Uh, but then, of course, they had their serious chats. And uh, I don't know what if you followed it much. What, what Do you have a take on it? Do you have an opinion on, on what, what you think will I, come of I this? Did, I did follow it and I found it really fascinating. And uh, The most interesting thing I took from it was that the agreement that they came to is almost word for word identical to the one the Clinton government put forward back in 1994. Oops. Yeah. I, I think in many ways North Korea's had come out on top in this agreement anyway. Of course they have. You know, the war games are stopped. The um, antagonizing is going to stop. Yeah. All these things are going to stop for them. And they'll just keep puttering on doing what they're doing pretty much. They agree to demilitarize. That doesn't mean that they're going to chuck away the knowledge of the technology, the knowledge that they have. No. Yeah, it's... exactly. Well, not in that, though, but, but you know, they say that, but they can just, you know, they can just say that they're winding down what they're doing. They might continue on for some time. Yeah. I don't know, but the the one thing that I struggle to come to terms with is that he's told his people these. I don't want to say lies. Uh, propaganda. Be a better word. Yeah, all the propaganda that's been shared to his people for decade after decade after decade, before him from his father and and all of that, and then if they open the gates and go right we're going to connect with the rest of the world. How are they all going to marry it up going, but our leader, our, our fearless leader has said this for years. Every single person that speaks to a North Korean or can communicate with a North Korean will tell them that your leader is a fucking idiot. Like so, just absolute barbaric dumbass. Like, it's good on him for doing this. He's doing what even what his father wouldn't do, but it's he's not going to come out of it smelling like a rose. No, no. But, and, and not only that, though, but the propaganda that's been spilled about, oh, you know, people like Americans or like American leaders and stuff like that, how they... they I, I think... I Don't quote me, but I think, you know, there was some propaganda shown in uh, North Korea... Even saying as much as, you know, Americans feasting on the blood of of the dead North Koreans. Like, just stuff that it's like, what the... What are you talking about? Who do you think these people are? And they eat it up. Because that's all they get told and all that they know. So, I don't know how... I mean, I know that the, the, the releases that were, were sent or shared in... Um, North Korea were quite positive and quite warm for North Korean kind of uh, propaganda or North Korean um, news outlets. You know, talking about how this is actually a great opportunity for change and for denuclearizing the the Korean Peninsula. So they were actually quite, you know, they mm. they looked like they were coming to the party with what they told their own people. They didn't at any point go as far as actually confirming that they will stop. Um, with the nu- uh, nuclear weapons and everything like that, but uh, they at least said that they will work towards yeah. that. So, yeah, different, different, not exactly the same thing in terms of wording, but, uh, yeah, look, I mean, I don't know how, how, one, if they open up the borders or anything like that, and suddenly they get, they all get told how stupid Kim Jong-un is, or, or the North Korean dictators of, you know, the past. But not only that, though, I don't know how North Koreans will accept or take on or respond to people from the outside world. Will they look at them all and say that these people are all, like, just maniacs or reckless or scary or weird or, you know... Yeah, like, it's... it's. Ugh, I don't know how they're going to do it. It's a weird world. Weird situation, and it's... it's but at least... At least the talks are happening. 
yeah, it's a positive step forward. I just waiting with bated breath like the rest mm. of the world. I still, I reckon that with this um, summit, though, it's a little bit like when Donald Trump got elected as president. I don't think he expected it to happen and looked in some way like he was shitting himself that it happened. For both, so, and we saw that when he was president. The speech that he gave as soon as he was elected, he looked like he was shitting himself. And then with this one, when the summit started going ahead and looked like it was going to happen, you know, he was all like, ah, oh, cavalier, it's not going to happen. Oh, it's just bullshit. And then it didn't look like it was happening. And then it happened. And he seemed quite calm about it. And yeah, he looked like he'd changed his tone substantially. Hmm. Yeah. It's. I wonder if he's going to get that Nobel Peace Prize now. <laughs> no, no, because it hasn't. Because nothing. Yeah, he no got to have no his substance. talk. He got to have his talk, but there's no substance to the talk. Did you see the? Um, did you see the USB fans that were given to all the press? No. All the press that were in attendance were given a complimentary USB fan that they had to assemble themselves. Oh, for Christ's sake, Jesus. It was in a, it was in a weird little bag. I saw photos. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to look that up. That's What the hell? It Why? It really odd. I don't know. A USB fan. Crazy. I immediately wondered if there was a microphone in each one. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> oh, dear. Or but- um, the live stream of them having their meeting. Did you see that? There was, a, there was a live video stream of the meeting and it was just the exterior of the building. No. Oh, is that why I saw it on the news? I saw it on the news that there was just this outside of a building. That's why yeah. it was showing that. I couldn't understand it. It was the live internet stream of them having their meeting. Why didn't they just... show it? The, they should have shown it on the inside. I know that there's some, there's some sensitive, probably, information being shared, but come on. Like, just let us see it. So funny. I love that there's someone did a meme or not a meme like a the office style clip yeah of the did you see that of the two of them standing there and uh, Donald Trump just standing there and casually being a little bit insulting talking to the press just saying oh um oh you're gonna get some beautiful pictures here you're gonna make us look thin and yeah attractive yep. and then Kim Jong-un just like looking at him and then awkwardly looking down and then back at him and then they uh, had the office theme song play it was an exact it's like an exact scene out of the office with michael scott being just an idiot and saying the wrong thing at the wrong time the one i loved was the photo of kim jong-un grabbing one of his advisors cheering and the caption just said we get mcdonald's now (laughs) (laughs) that's good i I didn't see that but i I I laughed way too hard at it (laughs) I love that. That's really good. <laughs> oh, God. That's what, what all this was secretly about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you see Trump did his handshake again? You know when he loves to shake someone's hand and pull them as close to them as uh, as close to yep. him as he possibly can? Yeah, he did yep. that with Kim Jong-un. Uh, <laughs> how adorable was it? You just see Donald Trump with his old testicle face and uh, yep. and you see Kim Jong-un with his fat, chubby, excited little child face it was just adorable it's terrific yeah and that uh, red tie yeah oh, that power tie power tie of trump i love it he wore a different tie for something the other day and i was cheering yeah he yeah. mixed it up a bit i love yeah. how kim jong-un looks like he's wearing he looks like he's um a, a babushka doll because his pants just they they're really wide at the top and they kind of just all funnel in like a like a, a um I don't know, a wedge or a cone down to the ground. So it just looks like he just shuffles along. Now I want to find the Kim Jong-un babushka doll. Oh, that'd be terrific, a Kim Jong-un babushka doll. Wow. You open it up and it's Trump on the next one. <laughs> yeah. No, I want, it to be all the, I want it to be all the Kim Jongs. Oh, Kim, Kim Jong. Kim Jong-il. Who was before Kim Jong-il? I don't know. Kim Jong, I don't know. I'm going to quickly Google this while I talk to you. I just love that Kim Jong-il was, as Team America put it, so ronery. <laughs> oh, dear. Il's father. 
I guess as Kim Jong Kim Il Sung, he was the first supreme leader. I really want to. I, I I would like to do some research into North Korea. I don't know how it came about to be the way it is. The fact that he was the first supreme leader of North Korea. A lot of issues came out of the Korean War. Why did they have a Korean War? It was the North and the South were at war with one another. Why were they never just one country? Everyone stepped in for that battle. Yep. I remember it was even referenced on... Uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. Yep. Frank Barone went into the war. What happened? He to did, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. Well, it's the setting of MASH. MASH takes place during the Korean War. Really? I didn't know that. Yep. Holds the distinction of a show that ran longer than the war itself. <laughs> the Korean War lasted two to three years. MASH ran for 11 years. In the same war. Yep. Crazy. Because it, it feels like it's in the desert somewhere. It feels like it's the Middle East. What, MASH? Yep. It was shot on the Fox Ranch. That'll be why it looks like it's in the desert. You can go there on your on your trip. Can I? You can. It's now a national park. Fox no longer own the ranch. However, they left the signpost and they left one of the ambulances there. One, one of the trucks. And there's plaques explaining about how the production happened there on the on the ranch. We'll, they do, also that. we'll do that next pl- year, Drew. We'll do, we'll do this next year. Plenty of other Fox programs filmed out there, too. It's quite fascinating, really. We'll go there next year, Drew. Hmm. When we go travelling. Sounds good. To America. I say that now, too, and I hate that I say it. What, Gouda? Yeah. Yeah, I do it all the time. It's a bad habit. I can't... Oh, it's not as bad as saying use. If you ever do that, I will hit you. I do say use. Yeah, but not... I say it a bit ironically, though. Yeah. Or sarcastically. I like saying y'all, though. I'd like y'all. I like typing y'all. I don't say that loud very much. Yeah. Y'all going over there? Yeah, again, ironic. Yeah. No, I use it really, for real. Yeah, it still sounds ironic. Well, I mean it, seriously. I know. That's yep. okay. Uh, in totally unrelated news... Yes? Totally unrelated. <clears throat> uh, E3 happened. It did. It did it's indeed. Happening. It's happening? Happened? I d- yeah? Is it still going? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I think the major announcements anyway are complete. Finito. Yep. I'm... I'm Elder Scrolls 6. The Last of Us Part 2. I'm both very, very happy and satisfied with E3 and at the same time bitterly disappointed. Bitterly disappointed in the sense that I didn't get a release date for The Last of Us Part 2. You did um, get a new trailer for Spider-Man. Which looked fantastic. Yep. I'm very excited for that. We got finally, finally after years, got confirmation for uh, Heavenly Sword. Heavenly Sword? No. Uh, Kingdom Hearts. Heavenly Sword. Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, we got a release date of January. Um, which, but I see, I remember Kingdom Hearts 3 was mentioned or brought up, I think when the PlayStation 4 first came out. Yep, yep, which it was, was. what, 2015? 14? Yes. 14? I don't remember. Something like that. But like, Jesus Christ, like that's a long time ago. That's okay though. Is think it though? Of- well, think about what Square Enix has done in that time. What have they done? All right, we've had... Okay, so let's think back to when this was. We've had Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy thirteen. Yeah, we've okay. had uh, Realm Reborn, Final Fantasy fourteen, Final Fantasy fifteen, the HD remasters of Kingdom Hearts 1.5, 2.5, and 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. Um, hang on, hang on, wait, 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 wait. What, how many Kingdom Hearts have there been? Um, well, there's quite a lot, but what they've done is anything that was not made for PlayStation initially has been rolled into the original two games. 
Why are why there all these 2.5s and stuff? And 2.8? Because they rolled in Birth by Sleep and um, all the other all the other Game Boy Advance games that they had made of Kingdom Hearts, they rolled them into the PlayStation versions. Sure. Okay, fair enough. Why didn't they just call them 2, 3, 4, 5, blah, 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 blah? Because they weren't... Proper official. Games. Yeah, they weren't full titles to go yeah, to sure. PlayStation. Sure. So, yeah, so we've had 1.5, 2.5, 2.8, and now 2. we'll get 3. Plus, they've been doing all this other Final Fantasy stuff, which has also been crazy, because we still got a new Final Fantasy game, we got 15, but then we've had HD remasters of 10 and 10 2. Uh, Wait, 10 2? Yeah, because Final Fantasy 10 had also had its sequel, 10 2. Wouldn't that be 11? No, Final Fantasy 11 is an online game. 11 and 14 were both online MMOs. Why didn't they call that 12? I don't know. And then call number 12 13, and then number 13 14, and then number... Because 12 is its own thing. Yeah, but... And then they... they, What what was the other one they released? Type 0, that also came out. Oh, plus the new the new Dissidia game, as well. Ah, uh, yeah. So True. Square Square Enix are exceptionally busy. Plus, before the new Dissidia game hit, they kind of trialed it by porting the original onto a PS4 to be an arcade version of it. So busy. So busy. So it's understandable to an extent why. But you'd King surely Hearts have a studio delayed. Anyway, yeah. Well. Whatever, they just took that time. Um, Yeah. We do... I have the announcement that I wanted, which was for uh, The Division, number two. I'm very excited for The Division, number two. It takes place in Washington, D.C. A crashed Air Force One um, on the field somewhere in front of the the Capitol. So it's going to be awesome. We can't wait for that game. The, The... Bethesda Studios has yeah obviously Elder Scrolls Online what was it Elder Scrolls Six Elder Scrolls Six Elder Scrolls Six they've also got trailers out um, and release dates for uh, Fallout seventy six the trailer has a fantastic rendition of Country Roads by John Denver it's coming out later this year um, July fourth you can actually buy the song from the trailer because it's an amazing version of Country Roads. I love it so much. Can't wait for it to come out and I will buy it straight away. Um, what else do we have? We had uh, Super Mario Brothers uh, for Nintendo Switch. Uh, we had... Super Smash Brothers. Super well. Smash Brothers as well. We also had... I don't think of any other... Uh, oh, New Halo. New Halo. New Halo. New Halo. Halo. That There's lots a, of things. That was that was a massive surprise. No one no one was expecting that when they went in for Microsoft. They're like, oh yeah, new Halo. Like, Microsoft's what? Microsoft's stage was weird. It was just covered in. There wasn't uh, so normally at the if you're not familiar with E3 and um, big showcase launches by the big production companies or or manufacturers or console manufacturers, um, they normally have a massive stage. Uh, you know, a big auditorium, big stage on the front. Xbox One, Xbox stage was weird because they didn't have a big open space on the stage for anyone to stand. They had a bunch of shit all over the stage, like consoles and stuff just piled up on, in rows on the stage. So anyone that was presenting had to stand kind of off in the corners if they weren't really meant to be up on the stage. Like it was a really bizarre layout. Weird. If you're not familiar with uh, any of these games, go and look up the trailers for them. They're actually really fantastic. Gaming is so... can be so immersive. Again, I'm so excited for a game like The Last of Us because it's just such a gorgeous game. Amazing graphics. So realistic and beautiful to look at and just such an interesting story concept and character development and gritty real life sort of scenarios that make you fear the world that they're in which is our world just our world on its head so yeah check it out you have to check out games like that the division i can't wait for because it's just fun 
a Red Dead Redemption 2 set in the, the... It's like Grand Theft Auto people have made a game set happening? in the Wild West. Yeah, yeah that's been released for... Uh, that's uh, had release date for some time now. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So there's lots of games. There are indeed. Lots of great games. Lots of great games have been trailered and they're coming out. I can't wait for so many of them. Um, Keen for Spider-Man. Oh, really Spider-Man's going to be great. Spider-Man is so oh. good. And it'll, it'll have to satisfy my PlayStation exclusive urge until The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. That's for sure. That's yep. for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I can't wait for it. Can't wait. I always love watching E3. I can't wait. It's just... To see all the new games coming out, all the new prospects, it's just fantastic. It's an exciting time. It is. It's great to be a gamer. Great time to... Well, great time. Always been a great time to be a gamer. But it's uh, it's great to be a gamer. And and you get this thing to look forward to and be excited by. So that's excellent. Um, yeah. Again, I'm just annoyed that there's no release date for The Last of Us Part 2. Just give me the bloody release date. If you haven't watched game. it, you've got to watch the trailer, Drew. If you haven't seen it, you have to watch it. I have not only have I not watched that one, I also haven't watched the Far Cry one yet. Don't don't get cranky. I know. I know. No, it's okay. Far I'll watch Cry it after. Is, Far Cry is fantastic. Well, I've seen the trailer's been doing the rounds on my newsfeed, and I just keep putting it off. I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll get to it. I'll, I'll watch oh, you it. mean um, Fallout? A oh, Fallout, sorry, Fallout. Yeah, no, Far you Cry, Fallout. look for the most oh. part. You have to watch the, um, listen to it for the song. Or watch it yeah. for the song. It's ex- Do we know we, who sang that cover? No, we don't. All mm-hmm. we know is because I've been looking... Every couple of days I've been looking it up to see if the song's been kind of released or who did it. So we know where to get it from. But they've actually just released it. They're going to be releasing it. 4th of July, they're going to be releasing the song to buy on iTunes. Um, all of the donations, or all of the proceeds will go straight to charity. That's like what bugged me with the version of pure imagination that played in the trailer for Ready Player One. Yeah. That drove me bonkers for months until they finally announced who it was. Yeah. That's what happens. Oh. Bastards hold us over us. They do indeed. Mm. But alas, they are the ones who, um... They are the mu- music the makers. And they are the dreamers of dreams. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ode. Hmm... Ode. And and as we th- as we think about odes, we'd um, we'd like to put an ode out there to those of you who would be interested in coming on this wonderful little show of ours. Um, if you are at all interested in being a guest, contributing to our show in any way, shape, or form, we would absolutely love to hear from you. We would love to have you on the show. So please be sure to check out our Facebook presence. We are at Kent and the Steering Team. Or if you're feeling more movie-inclined and still want to hang out with us in any way, we are also available at The 35th Mill for all your movie review news and original content needs. But alas, we have hit that point in our show where we like to have a special little segment where we, we honour someone out there in the wide, wide world who has made somewhat of a contribution this week. Yep. And the nominees are... Yep. Dead silence. (laughs) That is the nominees. Uh, Do we give it to... I'm going to... Uh, I've got two nominees. Let's hear it. I've got a serious one and a joke one. I've got a serious one. Um... No, I don't have a serious one. Forget it. I only have a joke one. The joke one is the huntsman spider that oh, God. scared the shit out of me the other night, but uh, then didn't bother me and you want to give it to a spider? To well, you know. Well, I don't know. Well, ha- well, ha- let me have a look. Just give me a second, then. Um, let me file through some things and have a look at who else could possibly deserve to win this bloody prestigious thing. Shut up, stomach. I don't know if you can hear that through there, but my stomach's just making annoying noises. It means you must um, have eaten, because I've worked it out. Our stomachs make noises after we eat, not before. Have you noticed? Mine makes it's, a little bit of noise, but no, it's, yeah, it's mostly afterwards. It sounds like it's growling like we're hungry, but... It's yeah. not. It's just processing food. It happened the other night. 
It happened the other night while we were having our Austin Powers marathon. Both our stomachs growled at once. Yeah, in absolute sync. It was that hilarious. Harmony. <laughs> uh, do you have anyone to suggest? Trump. <laughs> do you have anyone else to suggest? Kim Jong Un. <laughs> Who did we give it to last week? I don't know. Oh God, this is just absolutely. God, just uh, let me go to my Facebook newsfeed then. I don't know. It's been a quiet week, hasn't it's it? It's been a really quiet week. That's okay, though. It's okay to have quiet weeks. Really quiet week. Oh, I know who we gave it to last week. Who? Three posthumous people. Oh, we did indeed. I'm going to suggest... Your spider. No, the spider can get fucked. Because he shouldn't have been there in the first place. Now he's going to appear tonight, because that's what he does. You know Huntsman's travel in pairs, right? Don't say that, Drew. <laughs> don't say that. I don't it's... care. <laughs> don't say that. Just keep really? the Peebo by the bed. Yeah, really. Keep the Peebo by the bed. Or the Mortine, whatever you use. Peebo. You hit him high, hit him low, hit him with your Peebo. That's what, that's what you say. Mm-hmm. Shit. Let's give this award to... Okay, no, okay. Um, this evening, uh, the plan initially... Oh, sorry, this evening. Last night, as in Wednesday night, the plan was for Drew and I to go and see Jurassic Park in theatres. It was. Um, oh, in the theatre, because it was showing, because it's a celebration of the 25th anniversary, and also because Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is coming out next week. Um, however... I was unable to go because it turns out that I had a uh, seminar that I'd already pre-booked myself for um, to go to. And this seminar was uh, run by a man named John Fitz something? Fitzgerald? John Fitzgerald. Uh, He's a property developer. Um, He's a salesman. A smooth as fuck salesman, but he's really good with what he does, and he also is quite inspirational. What he has to say, I'm not one for listening to inspirational speeches or getting inspired like that. And normally, pretty cynical to that sort of stuff. But he's a really smart guy, and also he's now using his um, intelligence and his savvy business abilities for good. He actually runs a school. Um, for troubled male youths who, you know, are not able to or not accepted by any schools anymore. He keeps them in school and teaches them how to actually treat themselves right and uh, be a better person. Also, he's got a bloody awesome book called Seven Steps to Wealth. Um, It is... Everyone else in my family has read it, and by all counts, it's a great book, so I'm going to read it to myself. And yeah, he's just such a fascinating, interesting person to listen to, and I could listen to him all day talk about, you know, property and land ownership and ways to get ahead and to be smart. And, you know, yeah, he's a terrific, inspirational person to listen to. So that is my nominee for Sick Kent of the Week. Drew, do you have one? No, I'll leave you with that one. No worries. <laughs> Thank goodness this book was sitting here next to me, or we would have been sitting here scrambling for a winner for ages. Um, so, John Fitzgerald, congratulations. Welcome to this fantastic Hall of Fame. Before we go, Drew... Yes? I thought that I would actually quickly Google... I'd quickly Google... What happened um, on this day? Oh, what happened on this day? <laughs> There's a good one. Yes. In 1940. Okay. Auschwitz concentration camp opens in Nazi-controlled Poland with Polish POWs. Approximately 3 million would die within the walls. Well, would open with Polish POWs. Approximately 3 million would die within its walls. That's what... Sorry, I read that wrong. But yes, that happened. Um... What else is there? There's, in 1941, Estonia loses 11,000 inhabitants as consequence of mass deportations into Siberia. And in 1982, Argentina surrenders to Great Britain, 
ending the 74-day Falklands, Falklands Islands Falkland Islands conflict. For, is it Falklands Islands? I thought it was just Falkland Islands. Anyway, I thought it was conflict. just called the Falklands War. Well, I don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> whose birthdays are there? Oh, really? Whose? Really. So, <laughs> it's Donald Trump's birthday. He's 71 years old. Good on him. Yep. Congratulations, he ages. Anyway, Drew, Philip, we we did it. We managed to we. So for all of you listening, we're freaking out because we're actually kind of afraid that we didn't have much substance to talk about today. I'm sure and they didn't notice. I'm sure they didn't. Just like every week. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, so it was terrific to bring this show to you all and to talk to you, Drew, once again. Yes, and, and you uh, too. Oh, thank you, thank you. And also, it's always nice to always be listening to DJ Quads. There he is with his smooth sounds. I do like this week's tune. I know, it was good. I, yeah. I do like the one from a couple of weeks ago, but uh, yeah, I quite like, quite like last week's and this week's. Um, and on that note, we out. Yeah.